We have interferences in relationships. Shoot, when someone cuts us off in traffic when we're driving. Um, just in life, a lot of times things aren't perfect. They mm -hmm. don't go the way that we want them to. Um, and so just being able to navigate those and still be able to, um, you know, be present and be aware, that's what makes life kind of fun, all those challenges. This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm pumped to bring you a fun conversation I had with my friend Kelsey Plum. Kelsey plays professional basketball for the Las Vegas Aces, and after breaking the NCAA Division I women's all-time scoring record, she was drafted number one overall in the 2017 WNBA draft. She recently won a gold medal in the women's three-on-three -three basketball in the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo and was named the WNBA Comeback Player of the Year after coming back off of an Achilles injury. The list of accolades and accomplishments goes on and on for Kelsey, but the thing that they don't capture is her unbelievable energy, spirit, mindset, and enthusiasm for life. We sat down, I got to pick her brain and go a little bit deeper into her world. We talked about mindset. We talked about coming back from the injury. We talked about the Olympic experience. And then we also sat down and did a fun taco taste testing. So you can check out the link to that YouTube video as well, where we got to get her out of her element a bit and into a passion of hers of Mexican food and tacos and talked a lot about life as we dug into some delicious tacos. So without further ado, here is Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum in the house. Hey, Kels. What up, Joshy? So good to see you. It's good to see you too. Always a pleasure. I love it. This is an annual thing now. Last year, Thanksgiving, had you over for the podcast. I think we got a little annual thing going. I mean, I'm excited what, what next year's going to oh, be. Oh, something big. Like, we're just getting bigger and bigger each year. A little bit I mean, this year you fed me. That's right. So That's next right. year, <laughs> pots and pans. Pots I go to and pans, <laughs> furniture <laughs> maybe for furniture. your condo. There you go. Yeah. There so you go. you're in San Diego now. What's it like coming back to San Diego after being away for so long? Does it feel like home? Does it feel fun? What's the, what's the vibe like? You know, it almost feels like kind of foreign. Mm. Like I had to use like Google Maps to get to <laughs> no. country, country day today. I like I, I, I feel... Yeah, I uh, I mean, it, it feels great to be here. Like, I love people here. Like, I love you. My family's here. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if it feels like home anymore. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So where feels like home for you? I would say Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, that's where I'm at. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, I'll always love coming to San Diego. Yeah, mm -hmm. amazing. Okay, so you had a big trip this past summer out in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. You brought home the gold. Congratulations. Very exciting. Thank you. Question for you. I want to hear a little bit more about that experience, but what was something that most people don't realize about being in the Olympics and participating in the Olympic Games, winning a gold medal, that most people don't realize that you experienced? Wow. Um, 
I didn't realize, well, a couple things. Okay, uh, two things. One, I didn't realize, so we won the gold. Yeah. And immediately they have um, cer- ceremony uniforms to change into for the medal stand. And so, like, you don't shower or anything. I mean, some people have it the next day. Basketball had it instantly after. Yeah. So you're, like, hot and sweaty and nasty. Yeah. You just put on these um, gold medal, like, podium uniforms. And Nike had them made out of, they were, like, made out of trash. So they were, like, this. You mean trash, like, literal trash? Like, yeah. It was, like, recycled, okay, yeah, yeah. like, and not that like was, like, kind of the cool trash. theme. Saying- <laughs> no, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, um, it was, like, really hot, like, insulating, almost oh. like a sauna sweat bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we had already played in one and I'm already sweaty and then as soon as I walk off the court I see a lady and she's pointing at me she has a badge on and I know exactly who she is she's a drug tester she's here to drug test me and I'm like are you kidding me like we just want gold and she's like yes you I'm like did everybody get tested or did she just singled out just me really so um as soon as we finish we have to do the medal stand so what happens is she just follows you everywhere so I have to like change into my clothes, like. And she's right there. She's right there. Um, anytime, <laughs> you know, I walk anywhere, she's right there. Yeah. So we go on the medal stand. Um, it was wonderful. And then, mind you, I haven't talked to my family. I haven't right. talked to anyone. It's been like two hours since we won. And you're just still going through the logistics. And I'm going through all the logistics, yeah. the media, um, you know, and then I have to go get drug tested. And so finally, when I get my phone, I FaceTime my mom and it just goes to voicemail no <laughs> I'm just like are you kidding me because they were um they were in Florida uh-huh. the Olympic sorry it's like a long story that was great. the Olympic uh committee basically gives you tickets to send your family to Universal Studios got it so they were in Universal Studios and uh they were on roller coasters no way <laughs> so I'm trying to call my so- family because I want a gold medal and they're like woo on some roller coasters That's- Amazing. So yeah. right after you won, they're probably mm-hmm. like, "All right, we know she's gonna be wrapped up. We're gonna go hit this roller coaster." Yeah. I mean, they got back to me eventually, but it <laughs> That's was like, so funny. "Yeah." That's amazing. So, winning a gold medal, like, I, was that has that ever been a dream of yours? Is that something that you dreamed of for a while, or is that something that just kind of evolved to happening? It's obviously something that's that's great, but was that something that you wanted for a long time? Oh, yeah. I mean, I joke I, like, won a gold medal in the X Games because it's, like, three-on-three basketball yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but in all seriousness, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's a dream I've had since I was a kid. Um, you know, my next goal is to obviously play five-on-five. Five. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was an amazing experience. And I loved the camaraderie. Like, wherever you went, it was, like, who you playing? And, like, go America. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what sport. Like, everyone just – the support from back home and then obviously when you're there um it's just really really cool to see everyone come together yeah Mm -hmm. was it challenging because of covid to not have your friends and family like in the stands there yeah it was tough i mean because you're we're very isolated i mean we literally went from the uh hotel Mm -hmm. because we didn't stay in the olympic village so we went from the hotel to the um like the court right and so we really didn't interact with people if you're not playing you're pretty much in your room um and so it, it was tough but when you start playing you don't really notice you just play yeah you're zoned in mm-hmm. so on this highlight reel or the surface level someone sees you winning a gold medal amazing what's the behind the scenes stuff that people don't appreciate or what are they not seeing behind the scenes that it actually takes to get there tell, tell me a little bit more about that well first of all first of all um 
we played outside. Mm -hmm. And so Tokyo was about 90 degrees, 90% humidity, which feels like 105, 106. Mm -hmm. And so I, for the last three months leading up to Tokyo, had to do heat training. So I was like riding my Peloton in Vegas, like 120 degree heat. <laughs> I was in saunas. I was like, I mean, it was like brutal. And that was like after WNBA practice. That was after WNBA game because you have to train your body to acclimate to the heat so you don't overheat right. and then cramp or like get. And so, I mean, it was brutal trying yeah. to get ready for it. And so people don't realize the time and like certain details it takes putting into it to then obviously be able to uh, be successful. Yeah, to go perform at a high level and then be successful at that level. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So uh, one, of the, one of the things I think we were talking about last year was you recovering from the Achilles injury. Mm -hmm. So you made a full recovery and you had an incredible year. Tell me a little bit more about that process of coming back and returning to playing and then the, the season that you had. I mean, um, my goal was to come back better, better shape, faster, stronger, um, and then mentally um, healthy. And I felt like of all the things, maybe physically, that I did get better at or improve in, mentally is where I made the biggest yeah. leap. You know, I started working with a psychologist, a mental coach, and he really um, helped me navigate a lot of like interferences or things that get in the way of performing at your best. And so for me, um, I think changing that was probably the biggest difference mm. in my game. And what effect did you see that have on your game, on the court? Even past my game, just life. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times um, he calls them interferences, but um, a lot of things get in the way. I mean, I could take, for example, you know, say a game, you miss the first couple shots, you turn the ball over, coach is yelling at you. All these different interferences can get in the way of you um, being able to perform mm you know, at the next possession, at the next possession. But um, being aware that they're there and then um, basically disarming them and moving forward in the moment, uh, that's what allowed me just to bounce back as quick as I did. Um, and then throughout games, I would just keep getting better and better because I wouldn't let interferences get in the way. Yeah, and how does that translate to off the court into life? I mean, we have interferences in relationships. Shoot, when someone cuts us off in traffic when we're driving, um, just in life, a lot of times things aren't perfect. They mm -hmm. don't go the way that we want them to. Um, and so just being able to navigate those and still being able to, um, you know, be present and be aware, that's what makes life kind of fun, all those challenges. That is. That's what makes it worth it. <laughs> and I, I think so much of that is the awareness of, like, this is an interference I'm dealing with here. This mm -hmm. is a challenge. Because I think it's all, all subconscious until you realize, like, oh, you, you, just, you just feel a certain way because your coach yells at you or someone cuts you off and you're just like angry or the food is coming late at the restaurant that you're sitting at and just like you get irritated. But if you can take a step back and recognize, I'm feel, like, why am I feeling this way? And mm. tune into that and be like, this is an interference. I like that word for it. This is an interference. So how can I shift mm -hmm. my perception around this? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's really great. Interference. I like that. Shout out to that. Was that a, a, a psychologist you were working with that helped you with that one? Yeah, he's a mental performance coach and he works, he specializes um, working with not just athletes, but he works with like surgeons, okay. um, or professionals in business. And I think for me, um, it was just really cool because we would talk you know, before games and kind of like word out possible interferences. Mm. Like what could come up today that could be problematic? For example, maybe someone you're guarding is really good, you might get in foul trouble. 
So like, how can we put yourself through that before the game even starts so that when it happens or if it happens, you're able to basically clear out that interference? Yeah, that's so good. Pre-game prep. Yeah. And same with life. You got to you gotta prep for it. Pre-game life, pre-game prep. Absolutely. That's, that's okay. <laughs> what does your pre-game life prep look like? I mean, pretty similar. I think it starts with me uh, meditating in the morning okay. and kind of, you know, working on that awareness we were talking about earlier. So when you're aware and you're present, you're able to see interferences come in. Mm. A lot of times if we're not present or we're just kind of caught up in life, we can't see like why we got frustrated Mm -hmm. or why we're anxious. And so um, I think that's the first step. And then um, me having a consistent level of gratitude and being um, very aware of like just the amazing things around me. Mm. Like me being here right now is like, something I'm super grateful for. Yeah. And so um, it's really hard for interferences to get in when I'm super present. Yeah, gratitude is the equalizer, too. Mm. That's why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, because it's like you get to focus on the gratitude and the things you are grateful for. I can see why it's your favorite holiday. I wonder, too, like, do you challenge people on Thanksgiving to, like... Yeah, it's like, no, we're not taking the surface level. I'm grateful for friends and family. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> people are probably like oh yeah, josh okay, is here <laughs> yeah we gotta go down a little bit deeper which is great you can it's amazing to be grateful for your friends and family but what are, what about your friends and family are you most grateful for mm. like give me a little bit more specifics like let's get past that surface level a little bit because there's so much to be grateful one of my favorite exercises that i do a gratitude exercise rampage of appreciation it's literally just start with pen and paper or you can do a video or audio message too you can do like an audio journaling and you just start by listing things you're grateful for things you appreciate it can be little things it can be it could be an animated objects like the desk you have or mm. the, the clothes that you wear, right? Mm. Or all the little things, the people you have in your life, and you just start, let it go, let it go, and you'll catch this like wave that just takes you, and it just builds momentum, and it shifts your state entirely, completely shifts your state. Yeah. And you, you, can, you can't not be grateful once you just list all of these things, you can't not feel like an uplifted energy. So it's one of my favorite exercises. I love that. Yeah. So what are you grateful for? Friends and family. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, wow. Well, I'll start. Um, I'm grateful to be in the States. A lot of times I think I'm, mm. you know, overseas playing. I'm grateful to be in the States. I'm grateful to be healthy. Yeah. I'm grateful that my family's healthy. Um, you know, I'm grateful that we get to be here together in this place. I think a lot of other places in the world, maybe that wouldn't be the case. Um, yeah. I'm just grateful for the opportunities that I get every single day. Like, I, I'm grateful I get to go work out. I'm grateful I get to, um, you know, hang out with my family. And, and I think we're going to do something tonight. I'm super excited about that. Grateful for the sun. Gosh, it's so beautiful out, even though it's like winter in November. Mm-hmm. doesn't really feel holiday, but I love this type of holiday. I mean, I could keep going. I but, love it. Okay. It, you just did a rampage right there. All Isn't right. that great? No, I, and guess what? I feel uplifted. You feel good, right? You feel good. <laughs> You can't be, you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. Mm. You can't be unhappy and grateful at the same time, which mm. is really interesting. Like if you, if you try to be like upset or pissed off and grateful, like you just can't do it. <laughs> I will challenge that Let's only, hear it. only because yesterday when I tried to do my pool workout, yeah, and the pool wasn't heated. I was trying to be super grateful. <laughs> I was having a really hard time because the pool was so cold. I couldn't work out. But, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree so, with that. What kind of pool workout were you doing? Well, it was supposed to be, like, swimming. Yeah. And then I put my head underwater, and I, I thought I had, like, brain freeze. Yeah. I was, just, I was like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. It made me appreciate Navy SEALs because I was like, yeah. 
tap me out. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. My trainer, like, I apologize. But then you had the sun to warm you up, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, I got a question for you. So if you could go back and give yourself advice when you first got drafted Oof. into the WNBA, which was what, how many years ago? Four, five years ago? It would be five. Five years ago? Yeah. yeah. So you, if you could go back and give yourself advice after getting drafted, what would you give yourself? What would you tell yourself? Oh, my gosh, Josh. I was so far gone when I got drafted, like mentally, not in a good place. Um, and I really think I put all my confidence and self-worth in my performance. Mm. And so I think that I, I don't know if I, like a con one conversation would have been the difference, but I would, I would go back and I would put my arm around me and I would just say like, hey kiddo, like nothing else matters but your mental, mm emotional state right now nothing else matters so let's get that right and then we can focus on life and so i would have tried to just be like a friend yeah you know it's amazing and it's amazing that even within the past five years that your perspective has shifted so much to mm. be able to do that at this point because some people will live their entire life without getting to that switch that flips right or, or go through a lot more lows or challenging times before they're able to come to that appreciation mm. do you think that the was the achilles a big one that helps that, that like help bring, bring you to that to force you to focus on the mental health piece what else brought you there yeah i would i would say the achilles saved my career it's kind mm. of like an oxymoron yeah in a way um absolutely i think that and you know life you know we go through different things experiences family stuff personal stuff and there's a lot of different opportunity to grow and I feel like I've been um <laughs> it's almost weird that I'm saying this but I've been fortunate enough to be in like a lot of tough spots and so that's just really another opportunity to grow yeah and so I think it's funny I'm 27 but I really feel like for the life experiences I've had I've had I'm like more like 35 <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. um but it's been really really good for me and um Again, another something to be grateful for. Yeah, it's, it's those challenges. The I like how you, in the instant you described challenge, you said it's an opportunity to grow. Mm. That's such a powerful perspective. Have you always had that perspective? No, 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 not at all. I think, I think the pandemic, um, mm. you know, it's a privilege to be able to come out of the pandemic better, and I know that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, time kind of stood still for a lot of us, and. Um, I just think I try to t take it as an opportunity to go a different direction in life. Yeah. Okay, so on the other end of that, yeah. your advice to yourself five years ago, I got another kind of trippy question for you. Okay. Right? Imagine, let's conjure up this image of 90-year-old, 100-year-old Kelsey Plum, <laughs> wise wise version of yourself <laughs> okay still i just picture you're still cracking jokes still getting in trouble for sure 100 percent. okay eating tacos definitely i don't know if the people know how much i got in trouble in high school i, I think that the people would love to hear how much <laughs> you got in trouble in high school there's <laughs> i think they think i'm like a really good kid which i was a good kid yeah we got kicked out of class quite a few times most 95 was 95 percent my fault yeah yep yep sure. you were the, it was the instigator <laughs> You were the instigator, and then it was you were leaving me and Yassi and other people to clean up after you. Oh but we all gosh. went down together. That's how it went. <laughs> so, so we got this image of 100-year-old wise Kelsey Plum. What okay. advice does that version of Kelsey Plum have to you right now? Oh, wow. Pfft. 
probably just a guess um really enjoy this like part of your life right mm. i'm not married i don't have kids um i'm not tied to anything and i have so much like opportunity to you know i'm playing different places around the world i'm playing in the wmba um financially i have the freedom to be able to you know go explore and do some things and i think my my older self would tell me to just really relish in that like enjoy it mm -hmm. so i'll try yeah. <laughs> i'm on it i love that that's a great question it is a great question yeah i yeah. like how you just i think i like yeah. how you just did that it, it always helps me kind of just remember because the voice in my i i i'm i have a really good relationship with like 90 year old version of myself like i reference him often okay what would yeah. he tell it's you like a, he's, it's like a, a, a wiser like more profound version of yourself that has gone through all of the things in life experience. So it just, it always, it always tells me the things that I feel like I need to hear, which is usually exactly like you said, like, you're fine, chill out, take mm. your time. Like it's all done. It's all going to happen. So like, slow down and enjoy the unfolding of it. Enjoy the journey because it's all done. I really like what you said there because I wonder in life, are there certain moments where it's not like he's like on your shoulder, yeah. but, but you think about maybe doing something or mm -hmm. saying something and then that version of you is like, is that going to age well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that, is that what you really yeah. want? Do, do you, uh, yeah, you talk to yourself like your that? Intuition. I okay. mean, we were talking earlier about that conviction that you have in following your intuition and trusting mm -hmm. your gut. Mm -hmm. I think it's part of it. I think to, to me, it's like, not to get too trippy over here too, but it's like, that's the non-physical part of you. That's your soul. That's your, that's your, your, your energetic being. That is, mm -hmm. that is who you are in the essence of it that, last longer than these physical bodies last, in my opinion. That, that is that, like, that thing that exists outside of time and space, right? And so that, that is a perspective of that that we're able to, to feel, like you feel that alignment, you feel that truth, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just like an intellectual knowing, it's like you feel that guidance in your body. Do you feel that? Like when you trust, when you listen to your intuition, is it like, it's a feeling, right? Yes, absolutely. I, like, yes. Yes, it's a feeling. <laughs> no, it's a feeling yeah. and it's, it's strong. Yeah. Like it's, it's gravitating. And I think that when you feel that, you can also see it in other people and you see them trusting their intuition yeah. and their gut. And it is even more of like a confirmation of that's like that person knows exactly what they want to do mm -hmm. and how they're going to do it. Um, and it's, it's convicting to follow your own. It really is. Uh, you were mentioning around challenges and opportunities to grow. What does the role of pressure have in play in your life? Because you're under pressure on a microcosm in, in games, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of games, in season, outside of season. Like, wh how do you view pressure? What's your relationship with pressure? You know, I think I heard Damian Lillard get, give an interview one time, and they were asking him similar mm -hmm. about pressure. And he's like, this ain't pressure. Pressure is like right. trying to figure out where I'm going to eat my next meal or, you know, go to sleep tonight or, you know, take care of my family. I don't have pressure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's either opportunity. Right. Um, you know, there's expectations that, you know, I have of myself, but pressure is, man, I'm so blessed to not mm. have pressure, mm. you know? So I'm, I go out there and I do the preparation necessary to go out there and perform at the highest level I possibly can. But pressure is like the same pressure this is fun yeah. 
this is a game. This is fun. Yeah, this yeah. is fun. Yeah. Such a great perspective. I did see that interview too. I That's love that really interview. Mm-hmm. That shift out yeah, that that shifted a lot for me watching that. How did mm-hmm. that shift for you as a as a as a player of the same game? I mean, I I think it's you listen to something like that and you take a step back. You're like, dang, yeah. that's really powerful, because he's right. I mean, there's a lot of people with a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. and I'm, how dare I, right, try to act like what I do is pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an important reminder. Obviously, you still feel pressure at times because it's subjective. But, For sure. But it's a different sure. version of it's a reminder of like as 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 much pressure as I can feel in this moment, like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Like one of the things that we, I would always say climbing, climbing different mountains. One of the things that we always say is I will be in my tent tonight. Like I w- no matter how tough the day is, like I will be in my sleeping bag in my tent tonight mm. and it'll be over. And I, I take that to the day to day too, is I will be in my bed tonight. No matter wh- how hard the workout is, the conversation I have at work is whatever I'm dealing with is like, I will be in my bed tonight. I will get through this. And that helps me a lot from that perspective. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't, Climb a mountain and say that though. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes like when you're in, when you're growing up a brutal incline, it's just like, I need to keep going. Like I'll be in my tent tonight. Like I will. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's voluntary. It's like, I chose to be here. I paid to be here. Yes. Like we're out here for a choice. We have yes. a choice to be here. Yes. That helps you shift it a bit. I like when you said that I chose to play basketball. Right. Yes. You've chosen to play basketball. There are some people that, that life chose them. You know, mm-hmm. and like that's the way to provide for their family. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fortunately, I'm, I play because I love it. Yeah. What are you most excited about coming up in your life? Dude, where do I start? Um, you know, first and foremost, I think I'm like, I'm really excited for this season. I feel like right now I'm on a, I'm going like this. Nice trajectory. You know? Yeah. And, um, I feel like I'm in a rhythm and I'm in a groove and um, I'm just going to take off. Yeah. Simple, but it is, that's just what it is. So good. I love it. Okay, Kelsey, this has been amazing to dive in with you a little bit deeper here as well. We've got some amazing tacos that we're going to go sit down and try and eat. So you ready to eat some tacos? I'm so excited. Cool. Amazing. So, all right, Kelsey, love you so much. Always. I'm excited for next year. When you're here again to see where we're at and to see what we're doing. (laughs) Cool. Thanks, Kels.